0: Welcome, welcome everyone to another edition of Kid Talk. Happy Wednesday, everybody. I'm Pam Pastor, host of the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins, and I'm happy that you found me, but more importantly, kiddos, I'm thrilled that you have found Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. And as we journey together, we will be unleashing discoveries of how to turn hearts of stone into ones of moldable clay for the potter Jesus to transform. So hopefully you'll join me and others each week as we adventure and explore life together. Periodically we'll delve into my mailbag answering questions from listeners just like you. So if you have a question, make sure and email it to me at pampastercopywriting at gmail.com. Well, kids, today we are going to enter into God's presence. And if you'll allow me to speak a blessing over your life, this comes from Moses's brother who was a priest. His name was Aaron. And this blessing is known as a benediction. So may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Well, today's story comes from the Taylor's Story Bible Book and, of course, our Bibles. Specifically, we're going to be looking at the story of Noah and the ark. And as we read this story, I want you to listen for answers to these following four questions. Why did God send the flood? Question number two. What animals did Noah take into the boat And how many of each kind did he take? And then are you sure about the number that he took? So when the boat was finished, who lived in the boat with Noah? And why did Noah build an altar? What was God's promise to Noah? And finally, this is question number four. What should you think about when you see a rainbow? So we'll go over the answers at the end of the story, but tuck those questions away as you listen now. So let's get started. As the years went by, the world became more and more wicked. People did all kinds of bad things. They didn't want to please God, and they didn't even try to obey Him. So God was angry with them, and He said He would punish them by sending a flood to cover the earth with deep water, drowning them all. But there was one good man whose name was Noah, and God loved Noah and told him about the flood he was going to send, so Noah could get ready for it. God told Noah to build a huge boat as high as a three-story house, filled with many large rooms and having a long window and big door in the side. He said that when the boat was finished, Noah and his sons and their wives would live in it and float away safely when the flood came. God also told him to bring into the boat a father and mother animal of every kind that there was and birds and even insects so that when the flood came some of each kind would still be alive for everything not inside would be drowned so Noah began to build the boat it took him a long long time more than a hundred years but as you know at that time men lived much longer than they do now Noah did something else, too. Besides building the boat, he was a preacher. So he talked to the people about God and warned them about the flood that was going to come because of their sins. But the people didn't believe him, and they weren't sorry for their sins. All during those long years while he was building the boat, he heard them say bad things about God and saw the wicked things they did. He patiently kept on working until at last the boat was finished. Then God told Noah to bring all his family and the birds and animals into the boat. For in seven days the rain would begin and the flood would come and everyone outside the boat would be drowned. So Noah brought his wife and his three sons and their wives into the boat. And he brought in at least two of each kind of animal and bird these were in pairs a father and a mother of each kind we don't know how noah found all the different animals and birds or how he got them to come into the boat but they came for god was helping him two of some kinds came and seven of other kinds when all were safely inside God closed the door and locked it. Seven days later, it began to rain. In fact, it poured. It rained without stopping for 40 days and 40 nights. The rain came down as if it was being poured from great windows in the sky. The creeks, the rivers, and the great oceans all began to rise and water covered the land. After a while, there was so much water all around the boat that it was lifted off the ground. Higher and higher the water rose, with the boat floating on it. But what about those people who had refused to obey God and wouldn't listen to Noah's warning? They had laughed at Noah for saying there would be a flood. They said Noah was only trying to scare them. But now, too late. They saw that all he had told them was true. Oh, if they could only get into the boat, but now it was too late. They climbed the highest hills and mountains, but soon the hills and mountains were covered with water too, and there was nowhere else for them to go. So all the people in the world were drowned except those in the boat, and every animal and bird and insect except those in the boat died in the flood, for all the earth was covered with water. There was no land to be seen floating alone upon the water. God did not forget Noah. All through that dreadful storm, he took care of him and all of those who were with him. God kept the boat safe. Finally, the rain stopped and the water began to go down again. After Noah had been in the boat for 150 days, almost half a year, the water had gone down so much that the boat rested on top of a mountain called Ararat. But Noah and his family stayed inside, for God wasn't ready to let them out yet. Two months later, the flood had gone down even more so that the tops of other mountains could be seen peeping above the water. Now, Noah sent out another bird, a dove. Noah wanted to find out whether the ground was dry yet, but it wasn't. When the dove found no trees or flowers, she came back to the window of the boat, and Noah put out his hand and brought her back in. Noah waited seven days longer and sent the dove out again. That evening, she returned to the boat with an olive leaf in her mouth. Then Noah knew the water must be almost gone or the dove could not have found the leaf. He waited another seven days and once more sent out the dove. And this time she didn't come back for the woods had become pleasant to fly around in. Then God told Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives to come out of the boat and to let out all the animals and birds. At last they could walk around outside. Then Noah built an altar, as Abel had done, and sacrificed animals and birds upon it to the Lord. This was his way of thanking God for saving him and his family from the flood, though all the other people in the world had drowned. God spoke kind words to Noah and his sons and said that they were in charge of everything living on the earth and that they could kill the animals for food. Adam had been permitted to eat only the fruit growing on the trees and bushes. But now, after the flood, God said that the people could eat meat. God promised that he would never send another flood to drown all the people. And as proof, he gave Noah a sign, a beautiful rainbow in the sky where Noah could often see it when it rained. And whenever he saw it, he would remember God's promise not to send a flood like that again. Noah lived many years after the flood and he died when he was 950 years old. So let's review the questions that we began with. Why did God send the flood? What animals did Noah take into the boat? How many of each kind? Are you sure about that number? When the boat was finished, who lived in it? Why did Noah build an altar? What was God's promise to Noah? And finally, what should you think about when you see a rainbow? Well, question number one, God sent the flood upon the earth because the people in the world became more and more wicked. They turned their hearts away from God and were not sorry for their sins. Question number two, Noah took every kind of bird and animal and insect too that was living upon earth into the boat. He took a mother and father of every kind. He took in two of each and seven of other kinds. Question three, Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. So there were eight people in total that did not drown, that were saved inside of the boat. Question number four, Noah built an altar as a thank you to God for saving him and his family from the flood. And God promised Noah he would never send another flood to the earth to drown the people. And now when you see a rainbow in the sky, just think about the fact that that rainbow is God's covenant with Noah and the people not to flood the earth again. So it's really God's covenant with us too, not to flood the earth. So kiddos, I want you to know that you are God's chosen children. And one day when you're really, really, really old, God wants you to come live with him. If this is what you want to, then tell God, sorry for the bad things that haven't been what he wanted you to do. Maybe you listened to the wrong friends. But if we say sorry and really mean it, God will accept our apology. Then simply ask God to come live in your heart. This way he is always with you and his Holy Spirit will guide and direct you. And finally tell God that you believe his son Jesus died on the cross for you. Amen. Now, kiddos, this is being born again spiritually. You may need an adult to help you with this concept, and that is okay. Just know that what you did by asking Jesus to be with you in your heart is something you'll never be sorry for. So I want to say to you, congratulations. When you have an opportunity to read, pick up some of the Bible stories that Jesus shares. You'll never have a dull moment or be bored again. And Jesus loves you, and so do I. God bless you. Now, we're going to close in prayer. We're going to close with the same prayer or benediction that we opened up with. Remember, I said this comes from Moses, his brother, Priest Aaron. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Kids, the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast will be available most days during the week. And as you can see, when we're not in the middle of a series, we do special Kid Talks that air on Wednesdays. So I hope that you're going to continue tuning in along with me on Wednesday for your favorite Kid Talk Bible story. We'll be discussing and sharing Jesus's unlimited power in our present day lives. We delve into many topics such as forgiveness, how to be joyful, what love in action looks like, and many more. So I invite you and your friends to come alongside me as we embark on a podcast of adventure and exploration of all things Jesus together so please join me. And if you like this podcast, make sure and like and subscribe so you'll get the latest episodes when they become available. And many of the podcasts reference my book, The Grace and Peace of God Love Wins. If you find the content inspiring or interesting, feel free to pick up a copy of the book from my website, pampastorcopywriting.com or Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Or friends, if you're unable to afford a copy, please write to me. I'll find a way to get a free copy into your hands. It is chock full of biblical scripture and it's waiting for you to read it. And if you know anyone who might be interested, please share a copy with them too. And until next time, friends, God bless you.